I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. The question for your Tennessee Titans is, will they make it happen after losing seven straight to end the year last season? Their win total at BetMGM set at seven and a hook. The over is even money. Juice to the under, minus 120. Titans are plus 325 to win the AFC South behind the Jags at minus 155 to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 220. No, minus 225. Titans are 40 to one to win the AFC, 66 to one to win the Super Bowl. Of course, the big signing during the offseason, DeAndre Hopkins, a two-year, $26 million deal. He's 31, five-time pro bowler. How much does he help this Titans offense, who has a quarterback in Ryan Tannehill, who is 35, was banged up, only played in 12 games last year, 13 touchdowns, six picks. Would you buy the Titans? It feels like they're sort of starting to slope to the downside, but you're the expert here. Here's the thing about the Titans that makes them so tough to bet against. It feels like whenever people count them out, that's when they do their best work. And Mike Vrabel is known across the NFL as one of the best coaches at getting the most from the least. So you look at this roster and you say, okay, there's not a whole lot to love. And I'll agree with you when it comes to the offensive line and when it comes Mm -hmm. to the secondary. But there are some good pieces to work with for the Titans. Number one, signing a true number one receiver in DeAndre Hopkins is huge for this team. For all the people out there saying, oh, well, Ryan Tannehill's his quarterback. He's not going to put up good stats. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look at A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown busted onto the scene in the NFL as a rookie. Thousand-yard season. Back-to-back thousand-yard season. And then I think he had like 1,600 yards his final year in Tennessee. So he's had some good years with Ryan Tannehill. And believe you me, as somebody who's watched all the games, when Ryan Tannehill has a mm-hmm. number one receiver, he is getting the get it, getting the ball to number one receivers. So I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a great season for the Tennessee Titans. I think the big question mark is the offensive line. Uh, one yeah. of the offensive linemen just got suspended for gambling in a unit that truly needs all the depth that they can get. So that's not great. Uh, and any quarterback is going to not look great when your offensive line is in shambles. Last season, the Titans allowed the six most sacks of any team in the NFL. And that's also with Ryan Tannehill being a pretty speedy guy. Like he's not somebody yeah. who is a statue in the pocket. He can kind of scramble away, but there's limitations to that. So the offensive line needs to get better. They did draft an offensive lineman with their first uh, pick in the NFL draft this year. Maybe that helps. But still, this is a team that's always underrated. So maybe this Titans team is a little better than people expect uh, this season. 
Yeah, you're right. They got Peter Skaronski, drafted 11th overall out of Northwestern, signed Andre Dillard from the Eagles, a four-year, $29 million deal. I think that's a little underwhelming, but Taylor Lewan was cut. Nate Davis signed with the Bears. So they are going to have some issues on that offensive front, which brings us to the Derrick Henry question because he's led the league in rushing attempts three out of the last four seasons averaging 22.7 carries per game over the last four years, turns 30 in January, rushed for more than 1,500 yards last year. So he's an absolute stud, a beast. We know that. But Chelsea, how long can this continue? Because this is one of the more fascinating subjects to me in the NFL, and I always think back to Earl Campbell. Maybe it's because the Titans used to be the Oilers where – Earl Campbell in his prime, but his prime was only about five years, was just run into the ground, and they just fed him the football. They didn't have any sort of passing offense compared to to the Titans of now. And so after about four or five years, he was just done. He couldn't take it. It's a different time now. I think Derrick Henry still has tread left on the tire, but at some point, all of that workload is going to have an effect. I think so, too, but I don't think it's this year. Have you seen Derrick Henry? Have you seen the physical specimen that he is? He is not built like a normal running back. The dude Mm -hmm. is huge. Haven't you seen that meme of him standing next to Mark Ingram where he looks like a monster? So I am not (laughs) going to believe it just yet. And also the fact that they added DeAndre Hopkins, and maybe they have a semblance of a passing game. Do you know who the Titans' number one receiver was last year? Robert Woods, he ended the season Mm -hmm. with 527 yards total for the entire season. That's bananas. Their number one receiver had 527 yards total for a (laughs) season. And a lot of this will hinge on Ryan Tannehill staying healthy. Because listen, the Titans without Ryan Tannehill, I know people are going to say, oh, well, Levis is waiting in the wings. Mm -hmm. Titans were terrible without Ryan Tannehill last year. Six and six with him, one and four without him. But this is a testament to their defense. Remember that game against the Kansas City Chiefs in which Malik Willis passed for 80 yards or maybe 85? I'll give him 85. I think that's what it was. That's how good this defense is. And I think their numbers are a little skewed because when you play on a team that's offense is so bad, your defense Mm -hmm. is constantly out there. So if their defense gets some sort of respite and the Titans can get a few offensive first downs, they'll be even better because right now they still look like a top 10 unit when it comes to the defensive line. Uh, Remember last year, they didn't even have Harold Landry, Landry, who had, what, 12 sacks in 2021. So now that they have big Jeff Simmons, they have uh, Tier Tart, and they have Danico Autry. Uh, Danico Autry... And uh, Jeff Simmons combined for 15 and a half sacks last season. So that defensive line is actually very good. They're good pieces for the Titans. But again, Ryan Tannehill needs to stay healthy. The offensive line needs to be better. And I'll say the secondary was not good either. So uh, a lot of question marks for the Titans. But again, I don't think they're getting any credit. Like seven wins here. That's the, the win total, seven and a half. The problem with the Titans is that they are Jekyll and Hyde on defense. Last year... They allowed the fewest rushing yards per game in the NFL. They were tied with the 49ers as the best in the NFL at stopping the run, just 3.4 yards per carry. However, the flip side of that is they were the worst in the NFL 
at stopping the pass. They allowed more passing yards than any other defense in the NFL last year. So when you're talking about a passing league, that's great. You can stop the run, but they've got to improve in the secondary to have a chance here. Otherwise, you're able to pass all over. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that's why the run defense actually looks better there. Because why would you run on them? You know, why would you run when you can have the pass all day? So that's definitely going to be the problem for the Titans. And it's not great when the other good team in your division Mm -hmm. is the Jags, who throw it at 10. Uh, But also, Derrick Henry has been great against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we'll see who wins that matchup. This is not a good division, though. Because look at it. It's the Jags, it's the Titans, it's the Colts, and it's the Texans. So I'm not going to sit here and say that the Titans don't have a shot to win the AFC South. Uh, I think it's still probably the Jags that are the deserving favorites here. But still, Mike Vrabel's done this before, where he's done the most with the least. And then one more bet that I know we're kind of running out of time that I wanted to get to. They don't have this number posted over at BetMGM just yet, but over at other books, uh, DeAndre Hopkins... Uh, yardage total is set around 800. This feels criminally low for somebody who's hit this in seven of the last eight healthy seasons. And even last year, he finished with 717 receiving yards in just nine games. And most of those games he missed, it wasn't because he Mm -hmm. was unhealthy. It's because he was suspended. So somebody who is out to prove a point, somebody who signed with Tennessee for a reason. So clearly he has some kind of rapport for Ryan Tannehill with Ryan Tannehill. And also... Uh, same offensive coordinator, Tim Kelly, uh, that mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins had when he was with the Texans. So I'm going to go with him over his receiving total this year. I know a lot of this hinges on Ryan Tannehill, but D Hop is topped a thousand receiving yards six times in his career. So the potential mm-hmm. just too high for me to, you know, even consider the under for DeAndre Hopkins. Let me ask you this because we know Tannehill is the entrenched starter for Tennessee, but they took Will Levis in the second round and remember right before the NFL draft when there were all the odds on who was going to go number one overall and there was like that hot second where Will Levis was the number one guy that was going to go and we thought oh my god what's going to happen are the Panthers really going to choose Will Levis he fell to the second round so that's why the NFL draft is so difficult to bet on because so many things are released and, and guys are doing head fakes teams are trying to make other teams think they're doing something other than what their plans are. But if for some reason Ryan Tannehill goes down, and this is a guy who played in 12 games last year, he's he was banged up, do you go with Will Levis over Malik Willis? Because remember, just two years ago, Malik Willis was the guy coming out of college, coming out of Liberty, that was supposed to be that guy. He was not good last year. 
No, it's definitely Will Levis over Malik Willis. Malik Willis got a shot, and it was not good. Like, they couldn't even get a first down. Like I said, that mm-hmm. game that they almost won against the Chiefs, he had like 85 passing yards. He cannot be trusted to complete a pass. So it's got to be Will Levis, next man up. Uh, even though the conversation that I keep hearing is, oh, Will Levis is going to overtake Ryan Tannehill as the starter. You know, like <laughs> maybe, but still, I think we saw last year how much difference you see between a veteran NFL quarterback and somebody just coming into the league. The NFL is a different game speed. You got to learn a whole lot more than you did in college. You can't just scramble around and rely on your athleticism. So we'll see. I think Ryan Tannehill deserves more credit than he gets. Uh, So I'm on the Tannehill train uh, until he gets hurt. Well, I did want to see if you saw this because I was reading about this and I guess I missed it. But when I was doing my research for this segment, Sean Pendergast from one of our affiliates, 610 Sports Radio in Houston on July 26th, tweeted about DeAndre Hopkins. He was working out with the team and he said rare footage of DeAndre Hopkins practicing. So Hopkins saw this and responded, just buy my jersey for your wife at this point. I'm sure she's tired of hearing my name in your sleep. <laughs> Which is this an is amazing what you love comeback. to hear. Yeah. Don't you love to hear this from guys who you feel like maybe a little overpaid and older and a little more complacent? Because, like, mm-hmm. usually when you see receivers at this stage of their career, they ain't responding to beat writer tweets. Thank God for this pettiness, because don't you know that he's going to prove it on the field? That's how I feel. He's at least going to try, because that's half the battle with some of these athletes is just the motivation to even try. Looking at you, Michael Thomas. Oh, man. Also, they have Traylon Burks. We haven't talked about Traylon Burks. This is his second season out of Arkansas. I think he's a guy that could have a really nice season because, of course, opposing defenses are going to put their attention on DeAndre Hopkins, maybe Chigazam Okonkwo. He had the most productive rookie tight end season of anyone in the NFL last year. So we know that the Titans drafted Traylon Burks to be that guy in the future. Maybe this is the year when he blows up for your Tennessee Titans. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.